Hello and welcome to Good Listeners. It is a show where we talk about music. I'm your first listener, Randy. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Clay. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show, Clay. Uh, yep. Hey, good morning. <laughs> hey, uh, there's your classic catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I was instantly, I was, I instantly was like, why did I, <laughs> why did I do that? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, good, good stuff. You got, you have, you have cup in hand. Uh, cup, well, cup of. Yeah, I got a cup of Joe and it's, um, I just, I just started the pot before we went recording. I, as we, I kind of did a little stealing, stealing the the juice before the brew is done as they say um <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna have to go it's still brewing as we speak but I, I got a little cup i'm gonna have to interrupt us suddenly in a few minutes to go get more yeah well and i, I, I love uh you know i'm waiting with bated breath it's a ticking ticking time bomb right now yeah. they call they call me jill because i gotta have that joe um <laughs> you know <laughs> They call yeah, me the first baby. lady. Um, you can know. I tell you? Can I tell you my? They do. Yeah, they call you that. Can I tell you my uh, big coffee news? I have big coffee news. I would love to hear. Uh, not having it. What? Done. Sorry, what? Coffee. No out. way. You're quitting coffee. I, I'm. Uh, it's been like a week and a half now. That's bullshit. Last Zero time we coffee. recorded, because I just edited this episode and put it out, you had had like four cups of coffee already. Um, yeah. And we were recording at like noon. Yeah. Um, so you're off it. Why? Wow. Wow. This is huge <laughs> news. Uh, this is some personal news that is related to coffee. I wouldn't call it coffee news. Okay. Um, but uh, coffee is a part of it. Why did you stop? Um, well, th- first of all, thank you for correcting me. It is personal news that's related to coffee, not coffee news. <laughs> it's important to be clear with the listener. Um, uh, so the reason is my allergies. Um, oh, shit. Cough, coffee is apparently contains histamines, um, and my allergies have been so bad that I'm I'm doing everything I can to reduce mm. histamine. Yeah, you're supposed intake. to be doing antihistamines, right? Yes, yes. And these are the opposite of that. They're just histamines. Is antihistamines medicine, or is it or certain things also like what? I don't see i don't have allergies like that um what is yeah so antihistamines is is medicine like zyrtec or whatever like okay uh, right or yep. claritin mm-hmm. that's all antihistamines they have different compounds like zyrtec is uh cetirizine and uh claritin is loratadine um so they have different okay. compounds basically what those do is they build up in your body um to stop the histamine reaction, which is what causes your allergy symptoms. Um, uh, mm-hmm. But you can also, you can, and like, there's histamines obviously in pollen, which is the, like the main thing that I'm allergic to in spring, um, among other things. But there's also histamines in different foods. And then there's also foods that are natural antihistamines, like vitamin C is a natural antihistamine. Um, so okay. I'm also I'm cool. drinking a lot of juice now too to get my vitamin C up. Juice guy, big. Do you have a juicer? No. You gotta I, get. A I juicer, wish. Man. Um, you got you gotta get one, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so wait. So what's a histamine? 
it's it's uh just a uh, just naturally occurring up. compound yeah it causes the uh the uh, allergic reaction thanks yeah, no coffee so but that's not that's a no coffee you can are you still you're not no caffeine it's not about that uh you know i'm i coffee was my it could be related to caffeine is the thing i just know that coffee it probably yeah, it probably my guess is it probably is the caffeine but like i'd not i'm not drinking caffeine other than coffee anyway so wow. caffeine is is gone i guess maybe occasionally i'll have black tea like iced tea or something but that's not that much caffeine so yeah it's wow. it's like way less than coffee that's crazy um damn i don't know if i could do that that's but hey you know you think this is for good or is this an allergy season thing do you miss the bean i i do miss i miss the taste i miss the ritual um but it does save me a little bit of time in the morning and i do get up very early so see i I have the keurig in the office and i'm like the main user of it like because i'll drink you know two to three cups every morning king of the keurig I am the king of the Keurig. That's what they call me. And um, I don't know if I could, like, function without it. I think, you know, some people say that coffee, caffeine helps with ADHD. So maybe that's true. I don't know. People say a lot of things about ADHD. Um, They sure do. And (laughs) I don't really, uh, I don't know. But, yeah, hey, you know, it, it certainly helps me be awake. I need it. I needed to fucking do this shit that we're doing. Um, yeah, not not me. I'm all natural. I got. I'm running on juice, juice. I don't need the bean juice. I got juice, juice. OJ. Yeah, you said I. You're drinking a lot of juice. You're drinking orange juice or other kinds of juice as well. Oh, all kinds of juice. I mean, mainly orange juice, um, but also grapefruit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, those are the, my favorite juices. And grapefruit juice is maybe my favorite thing to drink. Yeah. I haven't bought any in a while because it's just expensive, and o- orange juice has a little more versatile. You can use it in smoothies, and uh, you know, I have some in the fridge. I'm, maybe I'll get a glass in a little bit. Maybe I'll s- suddenly stop the podcast to go get a glass of orange <laughs> juice in a little bit. Um, that would be good. But hey, hey, that's great. What kind of orange juice? What brand? What's your favorite? Uh, uh, right now I have Indian River is on sale. Hey, it's always a good time when that's on sale. It's pretty good. Yeah, it know? is good. That's also the grapefruit juice I have. Nice and um, sweet and tart. Yep. Mm. Yeah, very very tasty stuff. Um, yeah, I also have I got pineapple seltzer at the store yesterday, and it is actually very good. I was skeptical. Like Spend like it. or like what is like it's water seltzer. Waterloo. Waterloo. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do Spindrift. Dude, I don't either. I got it. Um, it was Bogo at Publix, uh-huh. and I got like you know the grapefruit one and this like mango orange one, which I hadn't had. Mm-hmm. And it's like the mango orange one was good, but it's like it's not seltzer. Like it's not. Yeah, that's the water. thing. It's not. It's not. It doesn't have a subtle flavor. Like the grapefruit is really in your face. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, I would rather have one or the other, like a glass of grapefruit juice, or because it's like a little small amount that they're putting in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or even a grapefruit is, soda. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I would like grapefruit juice, like grapefruit soda, yeah. or grapefruit seltzer, all good. But this like weird in between zone that they do yeah, at Spindrift is not for me. The mango orange one was the best one that I've had, but I've had some nasty <clears> ones. 
because uh, I think they're the ones who do like some of the caffeinated ones. Like they had an Arnold Palmer one I got once. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just like really weird and bitter, and I don't know. Spindrift, they it seems popular. I don't know. Maybe just because they have like partnerships with restaurants and stuff. I don't. People I don't like know. it. I um, think uh, like dope doughboys like it. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they bring yeah. it up sometimes. Um, well, I say at Waterloo, I think as far as their flavoring goes, can be hit or miss for me. But interesting, the pineapple that might be good. Yeah, the pineapple one is good. They have a, a, a blackberry lemon one that's pretty good. The lemon lime is good. I think I think Waterloo's improving yeah. actually, because I used oh. to be kind of anti Waterloo. I think they're coming up the ranks. I think their flavors are getting better. Um, what's What's number one? I um, I. St- I don't know. What's number one? Number one brand? Yeah. Uh, I probably go with. Um, I think I just got to go for the classic. It's Croy. Yeah, I think Croy. I was thinking maybe like Bubbly, but uh, I don't. Yeah, bub- Bubbly's kind of close. And then Bubbly's I do enjoy good. like I like you know a fancier seltzer like your. Um, what is like the Italian one, San Pellegrino? Oh yeah, actually that's I don't get it a lot because of the price point, but yeah, it's too expensive. Pele- Pellegrino is really nice, um, yeah, really refreshing, or like a Topo Chico. This is also yeah. I was also thinking like, do Topo Chico and Mineragua count? Because I like I think of those as like mineral that's water. That's a good point. Not really a seltzer water. Uh, I think for but yeah, you're, I think Lacroix. Like the thing that people don't like about it, where it's like too subtle, is the thing I think that makes it good. Yep. Because um, it's, it's very subtle. The flavoring is is there, but it's just it's, it's nice and refreshing, crisp glass of yep. seltzer water. Mm. Yeah, I have a bunch of fucking Spindrift in my fridge that I have to get through before I buy more <laughs> seltzer water because <laughs> it was BOGO. Uh, I think I'm going to go grocery shopping later today. I think I'm going to get some, some uh, treat myself to some Croix. Some Croix? What is it? LaCroix? LaCroix? People used to say, oh, it's LaCroix. Um, oh, yeah, like LaCroix. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's bullshit. Yeah. Fuck that. Um, this. So I had because I had this um, when I first started buying Lacroix. I had somebody, uh, somebody you know, who I'm not going to name right now, um, <laughs> tried to correct me on my pronunciation. Uh, I said <laughs> I said Lacroix, and they were like, I think it's Lacroix, um, and <laughs> I was like, You got to be fucking kidding me! So I googled it, and the company. The company LaCroix says LaCroix. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, that's great. Hey. Uh, how so, you know, you have a good good couple weeks? Uh, yeah, it's been all right. I mean, last, last, so we were supposed to record last weekend. Um, you didn't because you had allergies. Yeah, my allergies were so bad. That's what you told me. Um, no, this is the truth. <laughs> okay. I woke up feeling like shit on Saturday because I, I worked all week. Um, but I had not, I guess, properly prepared for how bad allergy season was going to be up here because it's way worse than Orlando for me. Um, and I've actually talked to other people who live here and have lived other places and say the same thing. Like it's way worse here. You live Um, in like the worst place possible for someone with bad allergies. Apparently. (laughs) I don't, I don't don't know. I, I, it feels like it. Um, there's worse allergies than I've had since I was like a little kid. Um. Yeah. And like also my job is like halfway indoors, halfway outdoors basically. So like there's no escape from it while I'm working. So I basically had to like take last weekend to be completely inside and take a bunch of meds and like reset my body 
because uh, I that felt sucks. like shit. Um, it wasn't fun. Yeah, that sounds unpleasant. Um, you know, and yeah, it's given us more time to to sit on these five King Gizzard records that we're we're uh, plotting through today. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a way to put it. Um, how are you? Do you have a you had a good week? Yeah, you know it's uh, I, you know I I had I got a promotion recent start of the new position past few weeks, and it's been like a kind of you start and there's already a ton of shit to do, um, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be that way for like the next the next month or two. Um, but it is what it is, you know. It's like it's it's just fucking work stress you know it's it's life yeah um and then but yeah you know it's uh it's been good i had a good weekend i've been doing like uh spring's like about to start i've been doing some heavy spring cleaning basically i mean winter is over in florida um yeah no as far as i'm concerned spring is here yeah um so i've been doing some heavy like spring cleaning around the house last weekend i did a deep clean of the kitchen and, and some other, some reorganizing yesterday like washed my car and cleaned uh, some other stuff i'm gonna mm-hmm. clean my bathroom today i've been uh it's, it's been it's good getting everything in order getting everything squeaky clean yeah it's been you know it's been good the oh, survivor yeah. just survivor just started so it's uh we're in we're getting into this the season of um you know nba finals kind of on the horizon it's uh it's a good time. I mean, I think it's a good time of year. Yeah, I, like I mean, it. it's my least favorite time of year, but um, oh, right, because you know, allergies. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, like that. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're probably not going to want to wash wash that car of yours again for another two and a half, three months. Yeah, it was just like there was like a layer of pollen on it. And I was like, you know, I know that this is just going to get right back on it, but it's like all over my windshield and shit. Like, I just you know, wanted yeah. to clean it, felt good, and yeah, it's a it's a black car, so you know, it really really shows up, and it hasn't been raining is the other thing, and I don't think it's gonna rain like all week. Uh oh, really? What is, is it? It's been raining May here a little flower, bit. Or wait, April, April showers. What Bring... about March? March nothing. April showers. <laughs> yeah. Flowers. Yeah, March. March nothing. madness. Yeah. March Madness. <laughs> March Madness brings April showers. Bring April showers, brings, <laughs> br- which brings, which, which, which in turn which brings in turn May flowers. <laughs> May flowers. They don't, you know, that's what the fucking censorship. They don't tell you the whole quotes um, when you were growing up in school. Yeah, you won't find that on good quotes. Yeah, <laughs> but it's real. Anyway, um, this is a show where we talk about music. That's right. You're damn skippy. And. and... Oh, <laughs> I felt like you, you were, I don't know, I mean, you had a you thing. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, and to this week is no different because we're here to talk about, as you alluded to earlier, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, one of the uh, most bands of all time. The most what? Bands. Bands. They are, they're so banned. <laughs> and... Um, they 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 release a lot of music. So basically, um, no use gilding what is uh, diddling <laughs> around the bush or whatever they call it. Yeah, um, yeah. You did you did not diddle that bush. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
we 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 uh King Gizzard is a band that <laughs> makes music <laughs> and we have both listened to <laughs> Yeah. I guess I mean maybe we should uh for anybody who is perhaps not super familiar with them, I'll just set up who they are a little bit. Australian psych rock band, um active since like the very early twenty tens. Um and um like came out swinging with like really strong reviews blending genres together um doing a lot of kind of experimental conceptual stuff um which all sort of came to a head in 2017 when they were like we're gonna release five albums this year i think they tweeted it and the entire music press was like this is ridiculous they'll never do it and then they did it um and most of those albums were like pretty decent but I well, think that was like tw- you're talking about 2017. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think me and a lot of other like sort of casual enjoyers of their music <laughs> sort of just felt like we had to check out at that point. Like after 2017, it was like, I don't know, I don't know if I can keep up with what this. It feels like following fish or something. It's just like yeah. I can't. I don't know if I can do it with these guys anymore. So I have been, <laughs> I have been kind of out on King Giz for years now basically since 2017 with like very very occasional like i'll check into like part of an album that they drop but like that's Mm -hmm. about it and then uh when we were planning for this episode i was like you know what they released another five albums last year what if we just started to do a sort of do a new uh king giz check-in yeah Um, labs did it again yeah yeah you know i similar experience actually I wasn't all that familiar with them. Uh, they kind of got popular, like, when I was going off to college, around, like, 2014, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, like, on In Your way. Mind Fuzz, I think, was the big one. Yeah, exactly. Like, Oddments was, like, had some, uh, you know, mm-hmm. big songs. But, so, like, I, they weren't super on my radar at that time. It wasn't until 2017, through, like, you and other, you know, friends of ours, mm-hmm. that, like, I knew about the five-album run they did then, which was... Yeah, um, Flying Microtonal Banana, Murder of the Universe, Sketches of Brunswick East, Polygon to Wanaland, which <laughs> I see that you've adopted as a, a moniker. Yeah, a I did. Um, I did. I did a, like a little, uh, little wordplay on it. Polygon to Wanara? What is that? Well, it's it cuts off on my screen. It shows the whole thing. I think on your screen it's cutting off, but it's Polygon to Wanarand. Oh, because okay. that's my name. Okay. Very clever. I'm glad that I'm thank glad you, that. Thank you. Because I was kind of looking at it like I don't understand why. <laughs> okay. Um, and then Gumboot Soup was the last one, and I, I think I did listen to all of those. My favorite at the, at the time, and still of that batch, was Flying Microtonal Banana. Yeah. Just, um, and, and after that, I, I actually have listened to like most of the stuff after that at least once. Like I remember fishing for fishies. It was kind of it's kind of gets lost under like all the 2017 albums but you know it wasn't bad mm-hmm. that's the rat's nest and then they did kg and lw which sort of continued the the microtonal sound that they started with on microtonal banana mm-hmm. and lw in particular i thought was very good uh, but the thing with king gizzard they're not a band that i like it's kind of like going to a concert like i don't listen to the album and then continue to return to it a lot aside from maybe certain songs because it's it's just i don't know and i think that's just like a preference thing like obviously they're big fans listen to these albums a lot and i do think they're a good album band but 
there it's just it's a lot um <laughs> for me it's a lot for me and yeah. some of these are very long they make very long songs they make very long albums and they make albums that aren't as long uh, <laughs> yeah, sometimes they make pretty short albums they do it all folks actually <laughs> is the thing yeah that, um but i i hadn't listened to any of the five 2022 records and it was fun to go and visit them and i do think they're a good band they're just they're not one of my favorite bands but they're fun they're like a band that i need to see live i feel like they've grown this reputation as a great live band Mm -hmm. and and even when they are doing their albums they're recording and jamming live like Mm -hmm. as a band a lot of the time yeah um and that's like that's what it is so i feel like that's the way it's maybe best experienced um but yeah i mean i i i I like king gizzard you like them i think they're good yeah, I do like them. It's like I was saying, it's like been a long time since I checked in with them, which is why I kind of wanted to do this. Just sort of a, like give me an excuse to make time for multiple King Giz albums in my life. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm glad that I did. I don't think that all of these records are going to stick with me, but there are a couple of them that I will probably listen to a handful more times um, just because I enjoy them. Um, yeah. And that's the thing with them is, like, you kind of have to make the effort to sit down. And, like, their production is really detailed. They clearly, like, have such an intense passion for making music. It seems to be uh, all they have time for in their life. Um, I can't imagine they have time for anything else. Uh, and, yeah, like, that, that, that passion does come through intensely in the music that they're making like it's so detailed and they're just always switching up time signatures and um you know playing with different scales and doing all of this weird shit that just like reminds me of like jamming in like the music room in high school but like i mean that in a good way um yeah totally uh like it seems like they have just carried that energy into adulthood and also into becoming like truly like incredibly proficient musicians um where like them jamming is actually good music um which is not something everyone can do um so that's that's pretty cool and also just to give i I just want to give like a little bit because i watched have you ever watched the uh how to gut a fishy mini documentary no I so it's that about fish fans or about the band or no it's about their them recording um Fishing for Fishies. Um, oh, this is a King Giz- I thought this was a fish documentary. <laughs> no, 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 no. Documentary. I would, I would love to watch a fish documentary, though. There must be some out there. Um, it's got to be. Yeah. They have very passionate fans. Um, but f- uh, during the recording of Fishy for Fishing for Fishies, they made this little mini... It's like, you know, like 20 minutes long or something. Um, and it's just sort of footage of them... Uh, I think they're like they recorded it all and were like jamming in the uh, a house owned by the tropical fuckstorm guys um, oh, out okay, out yeah, out in like yeah. the Australian wilderness. Um, mm-hmm. So like the tropical fuckstorm guys are there. They're all hanging out. They're jamming, and like <laughs> there's a moment where one of them has the camera like pointed at another member of the band and is like, uh, you know what are, what are you thinking about? mate is they're australian um Uh and (laughs) he's sort of like he's just kind of like 
I'm think I'm thinking about um, come and uh, yeah, and that's sort of their vibe. It seems like uh, yeah. <laughs> is they say stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I have to admit, I find, like, it's a little bit charming, you know? It's just the lads, they're doing their thing. Yeah. Um, they just, they, they like, uh... They're, they're, they're just a band for the lads, I think. Well, I mean, that's not, not in, like, a gendered way. Do I mean that? I just mean, like, um, that they have that vibe of yes. being a, a, a bunch of bunch of lads yeah they're, 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 like it's a little bit greasy right you know yeah. yeah like there's a little bit of pepperoni grease smeared on their what they got going on yeah and it's wearing sunglasses um, <laughs> i'm wearing i'm thinking of pizza steve i don't know if you it's a <laughs> it's a pizza wearing sunglasses yeah um, yeah <laughs> i got you um yeah it's they're they're kind of like a pizza steve band uh <laughs> That's how I would describe King Giz. You know, I do. I do like King Giz. I've been like trying to because we t- last time we recorded, we also had like had to postpone the record for. Uh, I think it was because of my birthday that time, and I had m- talked about how I think it benefited Paramore, like their new record, from having that extra space. Mm-hmm. I think the postpone. I don't know, it's not you know anyone's fault, but the postpone for King Giz maybe has hurt them because I've like gone through this week kind of being like, man, I don't want to listen. <laughs> to King Gizzard anymore. I've listened to like after like listening to like each of these albums like two times. You know, I was like, I don't know if I can go back in for the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so I've gone in mostly for like songs because on most of these there are songs that I really like. Mm-hmm. A couple of them are only two songs, and one of those is good, one of those is bad. And we should just kind of get into like running through the gauntlet, I guess, in, in order. Yeah, in I think second, so. Instead of talking about them generally. Um, but it's, I think that I kind of like jam bands, but I maybe like them theoretically because the ones, the ones that I like, it's like, I liked Dave Matthews band a lot. I like black country new road a lot. I like bands that jam, but I like them when they do it kind of more melodically and King Giz does that sometimes, but they also just shred for like four minutes straight. Yeah. I could do like these long psychedelic rock songs. And that for me is when I get like, man, like, when is this going to be over? You know, like, let's get back to the <laughs> part of the song that I like. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, if I was live, if I was, like, at, at that show, seeing it, I think I would not be thinking that stuff. I would be like, this fucking rips. But, and I'm sure, I mean, that's just, they're jamming out, so it's not even a slide against them, really. It's more like my preferences, my ability, to, to my willingness to sit through an hour, 20 minute long record, um, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's a big ask, I think. And, and that's what, you know, it's this, I think is the way that I like to experience them is a little, a little check-in, um, and say, you know what? The lads are still at it. They're making some stuff. Some of it's great. Yeah. That's, you know, um, no, I was just, I was going to say, like, I think I pretty much agree with you. Like they are just, and I think it's the thing where like it feels like you have to be all in on them, right? It feels like they're their own little universe, and like, like you were saying, like Dave Matthews Band, in comparison to King Giz, uh, he is writing you know tight little numbers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those are you know you're basically you're in and out with Dave Matthews <laughs> compared to King Giz. 
I would love um, it if like a fiddle like broke into a King Giz song, just like a little Dave Matthews, like man. Yeah. And, and uh, they they did some some of his vocal affectation. I think they should try writing a Dave Matthews band song. I, I would I would love well. a collab. Yeah. Get get Dave in the in the stewed with the boys. Yeah, that would that's the dream. Uh, since I don't know how likely a Dave DMB BCNR collab is. Um, yeah. Maybe I think a King Giz one is maybe more likely. I uh, think definitely. <laughs> yeah. I would love would both, fun. but um, yeah. Um, yeah. Should we, so maybe we should get into yeah, the record um, specifically. Before we do, um, I'm gonna go uh, fill up. All right. And yep. we're back. I also got I got up to get um, I re-upped on my celts. Mm. Some more water. Some more fruit of the loo. Um, <laughs> yes. Water loo. That sounds like I'm talking about piss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or water loo seltzer. Uh, yeah. Fruit of, fruit of the loo. That's uh, hey, that could be a, like yeah, it's like dingleberries. Fruit of the loo. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. I don't know what context <laughs> I would use that in. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't find myself using dingleberries a lot either. A drug, to be honest. A, dr- a drug test. Hey, I'm uh, saying it so much. I need a new way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. Anyways, dude. Let's just get into it. Because um, let's just go through in like release order of each of these five records. I feel like that to me seems the simplest way. Um, and it's starting with a doozy. The first record that the King Gizzard put out in 2022 was made in Timeland. Yeah. Their 19th studio album, Ridiculous. which wasn't even, I'm glad we're getting this one out of the way because um, it wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be, it was supposed to be a, a vinyl only release that they gave to attendees of Timeland Festival, which I'm assuming is some sort of King Gizzard Festival. Yeah. Um, well, it was supposed to be. It got canceled. You're right. Yeah. Oh, was this the inaugural one? Um, I don't know. I think so. Uh, it was like a one-time thing, maybe. I don't know. Um, well, it was canceled um, because of COVID, yeah. uh, I'm assuming. Yeah. And it was planned for the 31st of December 2021. That's right. There was a big surge. That's, I had literally had COVID during this festival. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> so did you? <laughs> yeah, we lived together. They probably—that was probably why they canceled it, because we had COVID. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was canceled, and then instead they they went forward with a physical release in March, making this technically the first um, release in 2022. But it wasn't released digitally until October, like kind of alongside Laminated Denim, <laughs> which is kind of a. Um, a sequel to this album um, and a spiritual successor they call it this mm-hmm. one though is like an EDM record and I actually had put off listening to this one because I didn't want it to be my reintroduction to the band because I could not find a single recommendation of this record um, pretty much everyone everyone was like yeah this thing is not really worth listening to but yeah. it, I guess it's not that bad <laughs> yeah great it's it's not really awful like they kind of pull off electronic music on this thing a little bit better than i would expect them to is like the nicest thing i can say about it um yeah but it's like not interesting or like good to actually sit down and listen to and and the reason for that is super obvious which is like 
it was never meant to be an album. It was like a no. fun freebie for like super fans who come to this festival. And also, like I think the idea was it would have been a way for them to remember the festival because yeah. it it was like the interstitial music that was gonna play like between sets at this festival. It was <laughs> oh, like the just the music that was gonna be like pumped in on the stage while people are like hanging out in between band sets. Oh man, that makes sense. Yeah, I just like I knew that like we talked about we were gonna listen to all five records they did in twenty twenty two, so I had to listen to it. I didn't listen to it until this morning. Um and I don't wanna yeah, because you saying all that, like I don't know, I don't wanna really like rip on it too hard because it's it's not really a serious release but like you know it was my favorite part was when it was over and my favorite <laughs> thing about it is that it's only 30 minutes long because I do, <laughs> I, do I like the bass line on that the first track uh it has a nice the bass sounds real crisp really nice yeah there are parts of each that it makes sense that it's like would be playing like in between sets because there are parts of the like songs i'm like yeah i like this this sounds like some 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 good old giz and then there's like the ed i mean i don't like edm music and the, the parts of where they are kind of dipping into that it's just like man this is not even a good version of this you know it's not there's nothing really interesting about it so not much to say about it but it's exists yeah yeah and uh, yeah, I mean, I think we can, we can probably move on with that, right? It barely feels like a real album. Yeah, but then th- this is kind of for most people, this would be what they the first thing they heard like of Kink is coming out in twenty twenty two is their next one, mm-hmm. Omnium Gatherum. Yeah, this beast. was the one I heard about during twenty twenty two. Yeah, this is a, a beast of a record, a- an hour and twenty minutes, and a lot of songs on it a lot of genres on it um Mm -hmm. it's good it's um there's a lot of good stuff on it and and um i think that it it's kind of it kind of got some you know mostly critical acclaim um understandable It, it is kind of a triumphant return to form for them you know i think this is like the return to recording live together Mm -hmm. was this music yeah um so it really they're rocking out it's a good time there's like some kind of hip-hop stuff there's like some some popular just catchy songs um and then there's like some more kind of heavy metal stuff it's all over the place oh yeah that that reminds me i had like i had a question for you at the top of the show that i never asked you which was um they rap now (laughs) they rap now (laughs) they rap now (laughs) they rap now (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. They're, they're fly now, um, you could say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it's okay. It's kind of fun. Is it like you're listening to it like, is this good or is it fun? Or is it like a fun break from the other stuff they're doing? Sometimes it is good, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't hate but, it. But, <laughs> yeah. Th- this, this one... Um, it's got like it, it's a strength and a weakness like how fucking stuffed it is i actually think that this album is kind of a good representation of who they are as a band because it's too long it's overstuffed mm-hmm. you, could, uh, you could cut some stuff for sure yeah you could cut some stuff which is pretty much always the case with them um you're not going to enjoy all of it equally but there's some really great stuff in there 
that makes it worth sort of sifting through and, and sitting through, like spanning across multiple genres, you're bound to really kind of like some of it, I think. And you just got to, you know, admire how creative they are as a band and, and, and just, um, you love it. You know, it's like watching grown-ups, you know, you just, you can tell how much fun they're all having. <laughs> and, and that's they, uh, You know, that is actually a great comparison. They are a lot like grown-ups. Yeah. They're like um, in the first one, not grown-ups too. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it seems like they're having, yeah. King, King Giz is having so much fun that I can't help but root for them, even though I don't like everything they do and wish they did less. I can't really wish they did less because I'm like, I think they love everything they do. So, yeah, I don't know. There are, there are people out there who certainly also do. Um, um, you know what's weird about this record, though, is I, I think that like the perception is what you're saying, that it's a return to form. But the, the funny thing about that is like it's a kind of an odds and ends record. Um, it, yeah, it plays like a compilation album. Yeah, well, because it's it all songs for the most part yeah. that didn't make it onto other records. That they were like, yeah. we're going to get back into the studio and work these songs out and make them good enough to be on a record. Yeah, in a, in a way, it sort of is a compilation album, but it's, <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's a collection of songs that they're working through and releasing for the first time. Um, and they're, you know, they're, they for for this project uh, specifically. Um, but it is it is all, all over the place. I think that, like, the first song sort of, like, it's it's good but it's 16 minutes and there are parts of it that i like a lot more it's kind of like my problem with why i like don't listen to a lot of king gizzard in a nutshell in that song because it's like wow it starts out i really like you know the vocal refrain kind of stuff in that song but then by the middle of the song like there's like how long have they been fucking doing this guitar solo for and and then but then when you're like kind of dipping out they go back in to kind of the, the chorus of the, of, the, of the song and it comes around but it's like did this have to be 16 minutes i don't know i mean yeah for them it did like that's they were jamming out so <laughs> i I, th- I think that song kind of rips overall like I, I it's a good it's a good song i just I'm mean like um, I, I yeah i i think i might have slightly more tolerance for that side of king is than you do maybe um yeah i think so because uh, I really like you know like Magenta Mountain. That's like a five minute song, and yeah, and catchy. like not extre- that. Yeah, Magenta Mountain. I made a note that like there are parts of that song that are like not terribly dissimilar to like the first Glass Animals album or something like that. You know, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> but it's, it's like, kind of in that vein of like indie. It's in that vein, but I just I love seeing King Gizzard's take on that sort of music, you know. Yeah, no, um, it does it does sound unmistakably, uh, but Gizzy. But it's like it's it's kind of good because it stands apart, you know. Like mm-hmm. the, no, I agree, and it's catchy. It's a good melody. Yeah, but you still need the sort of prototypical King Gizzard psychedelic rock, in a way. Like it's all it's all part of the beast, um, and I think that overall, this like this is a, a good like reintroduction to them as a band because it's it's got a lot of their class what they've become you know known for doing but then it's also showing that they're never they're not interested in being complacent treading water like they're gonna keep getting better at like the genres they've been exploring and 
and even like starting to explore some new ones. I like how far are they going to push this hip hop stuff? Because it's <laughs> like they've been doing like jazz, for example, for a while. Like you mm-hmm. go back to like, I mean, some earlier stuff, but then sketches. What is it, sketches of East Brunswick or whatever? Yeah. Um, which Brunswick is, East, yeah. I, I think is kind of an underrated one. I think it gets people don't really like it that much in retrospect. But I, I mean, I, I jazz is like my favorite music, so I, I loved it at the time. But they've gotten so much better at doing jazz yeah um, no 100% so is that gonna happen with hip hop like in like a couple of years is it gonna be like a whole album and then you're like it's like Beastie Boys quality um music like <laughs> I, I that would be maybe. that would be kind of amazing I, at this point I wouldn't put it past them is the thing cause you you are right like they sort of they keep doing these crazy ideas that are seem really out of left field but then they're not just one-offs. They continue. It, it becomes like a new tool in their tool belt as soon as they do it, um, and then it continues mm-hmm. to crop up over and over again. Whether it's like, yeah, the, it's not like they're not like picking something up and just putting it right back down. They, yeah, they really they didn't just do one microtonal album and then never touch microtonal instruments again. That just yeah. it keeps showing back up in their music. Um, yeah. So hmm, yeah, something something to track. Uh, Hip hop, King Gizzard songs. We're here. Um, we're on the hunt for hip hop. <laughs> yep, I said a hip. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. You got any other thoughts on um, on this on this uh, um, Omnium Gatherum? Omnium Gatherum. Uh, I did, I think it. I did think it was funny in the song Kepler Twenty Two B, which is one of their more popular songs. It looks like. Um, that has like a repeated um line that's like obsession is good for you they just sing that over and over again which i think you know that's another thing that's just sort of a microcosm of of who they are i think that they really believe that in their bones that feels like a just a statement of intent to me they're like yeah yeah we do this obsessively it's all we care about uh and you know you can either take it or leave it and it's and it's also the other thing with them is the thing I've been trying to pinpoint like the reason because it's it's not I don't think it's just that they're prolific like I don't find for example like Ty Siegel is kind of a similar artist very prolific um not always super consistent sure very garage rocky sometimes playing in hard rock and metal spaces uh or psychedelic spaces a lot like them um very scrappy sometimes fun sometimes kind of dark um so like a lot of points of comparison i don't find him really exhausting in the way i find them uh and i think the reason for that is like they have this extra layer on top of like what ty siegel does that is like what fish does which is like they have this rabid fan base and they have like lore you know Mm -hmm. I, i don't know if you ran across this at all but like uh, the Gizverse. Yeah, the Gizverse. Giz fans have, like, dubbed the, the, this, like, an overarching story that they all have theories about um, and, like, themes that tie together all of their albums into the Gizverse, uh, which yeah. is a shared universe that all their albums take place in, which just, it feels like something that's, like, almost, min- it's, like, daring you to check out, to just, <laughs> like, be, like, I can't, like, this is not that for is, me. That is fun. It's not. I can't be fucked with it. But um, no, it is. It's fun in <laughs> theory. But yeah, I can't personally. I can't 
Yeah, I'm no, not I was actually involved in all that. This morning, trying to read through some stuff about the Gizverse, and I just instantly, my brain is like, you do not have capacity. Like, it's like when you try to download, like, a game, and you don't have, like, memory for it. Uh-huh. Um, that's, like, what my brain is. I was like, no, don't even, don't even try. Like, <laughs> you're going to have to delete. Uh... <laughs> you're going to have to delete some important stuff. Yeah. Where's the name? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What was I fucking gonna say? Oh yeah, did you, you ever? Uh, you're you're not a big Coed and Cambria guy, right? Um, no, a little bit when I was a kid, but yeah, not so much. Yeah, they 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 do that like explicitly, like tell a story. Yeah. Throughout their records, and that was another thing where it's like I knew some people in college who were big into it, and like they would talk to me about it for like twenty minutes, and I'd be like, man. That sounds cool. I go to listen to it. I'd be like, man, I can't. No. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It's always like I love the passion that these people have for this stuff. Mm-hmm. I find it really like fun and like I am that level of of nerd about things that I'm really into too. Yeah. So like I don't say it. I don't say I'm not into it from like a place of uh, judgment at all. It's just like I got enough on my plate. I don't know. <laughs> I can't do yeah. it. But I think it's cool. No, I have to remember, um, you know, every single Survivor Alliance. I can't, I don't have room to uh, know, you know, who the flying microtonal banana is inside the, the <laughs> universe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I kind of, who is, is the guy, the guy on the cover, who's that guy? I want to know, who's, who's, who's that guy? <laughs> I I <think> there's <laughs> an answer, I'm sure. I want to know who that guy is. Maybe I want to figure out who that guy is. Uh, <laughs> something, right, well, about, something about that guy. You, you, can, uh, you can report back. It'll be a recurring segment um, yeah. <laughs> when, when you figure it out. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I guess... They've, uh, got to, they've got to release some sort of encyclopedia of... Um, the, the, now, now maybe... Um, maybe I would gift that to you as like a coffee table book. That would and, be uh, that would be fun. You could read it, and then you could tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll um, do a book report episode. <laughs> you know, yeah, you have to grade if someone me. Gives, if someone gives you a book, you have to read it, right? Um, yeah, I, I think guess so. not necessarily. I mean, I'm reading the book that you gave me for Christmas. That's what I was. I was as I was thinking. I was like, I just. I'm not saying this to be passive aggressive. Um, I I am reading it. <laughs> okay, okay, if you say so. Um, I'm a, you know, I did some reading yesterday as well, and I read all of um, Shuna's Journey, which I had, it was like that sort of graphic novel-ish thing that Miyazaki made in the 80s that got translated last year. Uh-huh. Um, really, really beautiful story. Um, I, I could, I could, I, yeah, I, when I, I, would, I would lend it to you if you were interested in reading it. I am interested in reading it. Um, all right, I'll bring it up when I come up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, Omnium Gatherum. We got it. We got three more to get through. So, so after Omnium Gatherum, they basically released their last three back to back to back in October of 2022. Yeah. Which is also when the digital release of Made in Timeland came out. So really, they had, in a way, four records being released that month, um, and they. They're they're all the same and they're all different in a way. Um, <laughs> the first the first one that got released at the beginning of October was Ice, Death, Planets, Lungs, Mushrooms, and Lava, yeah. um, which of and, course 
each of the first letters of those words responds to or corresponds to uh, uh, a, a one of the Greek modes. I'm sorry? <laughs> uh, Ionian, Dorian, Phrygian, uh, Lydian, Mixolydian, uh, and the other two that I can't remember. What is that? What those are? Those are uh, they're Greek words referring to different forms of musical scales, uh, and that is uh, yes. Apparently, oh, of, of course. Of apparently, course, yes. that's okay. why they chose that title for this album. Fascinating! Wow, <laughs> I had no idea. Um, you say it so matter-of-factly. I don't know what you're talking about, um, but that's interesting. And so this one and laminated denim i think both of them are like jam set like in a very literal sense go into the studio do a jam session it's an album right mm-hmm. um yeah and supposedly think- ice death plants lungs mushrooms and lava was the first time they had done that for a whole album i think like usually they would go in with songs in mind to like finish yeah. and put together yeah. in the studio and this it seems crazy but this record is the first time that they actually just jammed out an entire album. And I got to say, they kind of fucking crushed it on this one. Yeah, I was going to say, this they should do great. it more often. Because this is my favorite one yeah. from last year. Um, so maybe they should do that more. Because it, it really... Um, this is the one that I've had just been returning to throughout the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. It's got some, especially Lava. Um, that's shout out Lava, my favorite track from the album. Yeah, just like super, so super good, super jazzy. It's just it's it doesn't it does it has like they tend to be very repetitive, like even in within like a nine minute song. Mm-hmm. Um, but it I don't it's not really grating at all on this one. For this one, it's much more. I think maybe you can you can feel the fluidity of it, like the maybe just the songs are less planned out and maybe that makes it maybe that makes it more better uh an easier listen for me yeah. whatever whatever they did they're doing it right because this is a good one i 100 percent agree with that um i think that when king giz is really good their best records put me in the same kind of like i like to put them on on nice speakers or on headphones or whatever uh mm-hmm. you know generally by myself and it puts me in kind of the same headspace as like having a run through of like hotline miami where you just like Mm, you get mm. in that flow state you know what i mean and you're just like it's like you are in their jam sesh and it's like oh yeah yeah i'm feeling it this is great and like that's 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 kind of the mind the mindset that i get into when when uh king giz is hitting for me um, and I think that that this is the record that definitely got me there the most of the ones that uh, I listened to for this episode. For sure, damn! Now there's some good fucking music. Hotline Miami soundtrack. Yeah, it's really um, good. I might I might listen to that <laughs> later. <laughs> uh, but no, I think it is. It's exactly what you want out of a, a band like King Gizzard. It just, it gets me in the zone. Like I, I, I get I get tapped in to it. I guess so. I'm, I'm kind of as I'm talking, looking at the Wikipedia page for this. So the, it says that, so the whole album that was just built from them all jamming for hours, which was the recording process for the dripping tap from Omnium 
gather them. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, it's just it's interesting to me. I mean, it makes sense. So that, that song, that's why it is the way that I was saying it is earlier, is it's just a super long jam. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, you know, it is a good song. I, I wasn't trying to talk shit. It's a good one. Let's <laughs> um, <laughs> set the record straight. Yeah. Um, this is this is this is great. It's it's kind of one of the I uh, this I really just loved it and went into it and it's kind of all I have to say about it. I think it's a good one and, you, and it's worth if you listen to any of them all the way through from last year. I think it should be this one. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I also think that they tend to be at their best when they are being uh pretty uh pretty conceptual like this, like with the the title and also that ties into there being seven tracks on it. They recorded mm-hmm. it over seven days. Um, yeah, like checks all the boxes. All it makes of sense. <laughs> all yeah, sevens all the way down. Um, it, but it, it's just you know that stuff is just kind of fun. It's like you know their record Nonagon Infinity. That record is not good because it has the like every track is a loop back to the beginning perfectly or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not good just because of that but that is a cool thing that enhances an already good set of songs you know what i mean sure yeah it's good jams and the next album is also just jamming out it's laminated denim it came out a week five days after the release of ice death planets lungs mushrooms and lava mm-hmm. and it is the title is a it is a spiritual successor to made in timeline it's two 15 minute tracks um, and it's and it's obviously it's a, it's an anagram of that title. Yes, it is. Um, I didn't say it because it's so obvious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's it's two fifteen minute songs. This one, I thought was fine. Yeah, it's all right. I don't I don't know that I'll ever listen to it again. I listened to it yeah. twice for this. Um, Same. I'll probably never listen to it again. I do think that it is better than Made in Timeland, but oh, it's also sure. it's just so bizarre that they felt the need to make a sort of like mirror version sequel to an album that is like their most disposable album maybe in their entire very long discography um it's just that's a bizarre choice to me um but they felt like doing it good on them i guess it's like they want right they they just want to do stuff like this they want to be like we're releasing three albums back to back when they probably could have just released the first one and yeah i don't know i mean but it, this does deliver on. Um, it's also not really in the know, same style. Just kind of, it's it's not. Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't. It's not. It it feels like an older King Giz project to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that. So like I I could see you enjoying it in that context as a big fan. Um, but for me, it was just. It's like like I said. It's like oh yeah. It's like a being at a show. It's like yep. They they rocked out, you know that was fun, but <laughs> I don't need to hear it again. Um, it's not something I'm going to be returning to, but it's it's not bad. It's like a it's them doing their thing, and then the last one, yep, changes. Um, came out at the end of October, and it it sort of stands apart from the other ones in a way, just because um, it purports to be like a more um, the songs are. Uh, more intentional, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, I mean, it's still fucking jam, like very jammy, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, C- compared to normal music that normal people listen to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I, I think I read that before. Like, 
before going into it, it was like, oh, they described this as their most melodic album to date or whatever. It's like, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> I listened to it, it was like, this is the same shit. Same. <laughs> it's the same shit. <laughs> also, I'm not sure that they're right about that. I don't know. I don't. I, I, don't, I don't trust what they say about their own music. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, I guess that was the intention here, but it was not the result. I do like changes. It's got um, know that song AstroTurf. It's got um, yeah. some some good some good stuff in there for sure. But it's it's another one where I listened to it twice. I don't know if I'm gonna go back to it. Um, yeah, I th- I think I think it's decently solid. Um, the thing is with them. It's tough because, like, I almost never... I've listened to a lot of King Giz records, and there's so few tracks that I would take out individually and, like, put on a playlist or something. Yeah. Because they're just such an album band where I feel like I have to sit down and listen to their record. Um, So it's like... A record, like, changes is, like... I think it's pretty solid overall, but it's not one of their best, so I'm probably not going to sit down and listen to it more nor am I going to pick out my favorite tracks and listen to those on their own. So it's kind of like, and it kind of like, that fact, like, it's kind of unfortunate, right? Because it like kind of fucks over those good tracks that are on here uh, for my listening purposes. If it's your thing, you probably are going to listen to this. Yeah. You know, over and over or whatever. Uh, Like for me, as like kind of a casual Kink Is fan, I've come, what I've come away from this, this, um, dive this check-in is like okay if i'm you know feeling some king gives i might throw on ice death etc and i actually had did put a a few songs from omnium gatherum on some playlists like magenta mountain um yeah that 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 actually do work in that context for me uh is i just like oh yeah that song's kind of stuck in my head i would like to hear it um so but i think and it's kind of clear from like we just kind of went through those last couple albums kind of quickly this shit all just uh becomes muddled together for me like having mm-hmm. us having listened to these five records over the past couple weeks it all kind of starts to blend together yeah. um so yeah uh, um <laughs> that's kind of where i'm at with it it's like it's all like a, a jumble in my brain of like king is sounds yeah, no, I, I I pretty much am in the same place with it, I think. But it was, for me at least, it was really fun to go back to this band and like be like, do they hold up? Are they still good? And I think the answer is yeah, they are good. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't want to like sound like negative about it because they are very good, and it was fun to go and check in, and they did put out some like great music in twenty twenty two. And I'm excited. I'm now. I now feel like I have more context for like where they are at as a band. Yeah. And it makes me excited to listen to what they put out next. You know, I'm kind of on board again. Yeah, me, I'm going me to too. listen to to what they they drop next. Um. So, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm back in. It's it, dead. They they are, they're they're doing, they're doing they're doing the thing. King Gizzard did the thing. <laughs> you, you see that meme? Um. Uh, Angela Bassett did the thing. You didn't see that? No, I don't. I don't. Uh, Twitter. It was was fucking bullshit. It was like from some award show. Um, What is her name? Ariana DeBose um, from West Side Story did a like musical kind of rap intro or whatever. There was this segment from it that was ripped and and 
posted on Twitter a lot. She goes, Angela Bassett did the thing. Um, oh. Viola Davis, my woman king. <laughs> it's oh. just, it's, it's, it's just kind of, it's kind of silly. Um, <laughs> I, okay. There's, I love catching you up on the fucking. The Twitter sucks now. I say it. I said it. I said this last week. Um, yeah. It, it sucks. It used to it used to be a lot more fun, but anyways. Um. Yeah. King Gizzard. That's a that's a wrap on us talking about this band. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think it sounds like we're in pretty much the same place. I'm also going to continue checking in with them, and this did this did remind me that I do, uh, you know, I like this kind of music when I'm in yeah. the right mood for it. So yeah. I should uh, I should remember to put on one of their records every once in a while. For um, sure, for sure. I didn't do that the last two years. Why don't we uh, do a little ranking of uh, the the five albums from 2022 from King Gizzard? Okay. Um, top five. Uh, wait, are we deciding this together or? I don't know. I, I didn't really plan this through. Uh, should we? Okay, so why don't we? Um, I, I think we both probably agree on number one, right? Yeah, because I think it's obvious our number one is is Ice Death. Yeah. Um, planets, lungs, mushrooms, and lava. Um, yeah, for don't my the my lava. my second favorite, I would say Omnium Gatherum. Um, yeah, just for like I agree with that. How much it it brings to the table? I don't really want to sit through the whole thing again, but. I think it's um, it's an important album in their career and um, it introduces a lot of staples, like as far as big tracks go. Um, so, is that are you in the same? Yep, hundred percent. Okay, three. What's what do you think? Three <laughs> toss up. <laughs> I was this is exactly what I was gonna say. It is legitimately a toss up between uh, changes and laminated denim for me. I would. G- I'm gonna go changes is is uh, definitely is three because it's got some. Um, some tracks that I that I like it, it kind of it, it it's more in line with their new sound I think or their new sounds they're exploring than mm-hmm. laminated denim, um, which obviously would be my number four, which is um, kind of like just a more of a minor project to me and, and reminds me of older King is yeah yeah I, I um, pretty much agree all right and then it, obviously the worst one is made in Thailand yeah we said enough about that yep um okay well that was a fun exercise um yeah well and also uh worth mentioning i don't know if you listen to this but technically in 2022 they did also drop a like remix of a bunch of versions of uh, their uh butterfly 3000 album from 2021 i did see that but i never listened to the first the original butterfly 3000 album um so that to me was like i can't even be bothered with that yeah. maybe now that like we're not doing it for the podcast. I will go back and see what was going on with uh, Butterfly Three Thousand. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the story behind uh, the record or all of these new versions, remixes, and stuff are. But some of they get some heavy hitters for to do some of these remixes, and some of them are are pretty good. Um, so yeah. kind of worth checking out. Actually, that is one where you could maybe pull out a couple tracks just to listen to on their own. Um, but it would mm, be a bit okay. of work because there's a lot of tracks on there. Yeah, I'll get around to it. <laughs> all right. Well. We are, um, you know, a little over an hour, but I, I wanted to, to real quick uh, just check in some other what else you've been listening to and see if you have any recommendations. Oh, yeah, new new music minchies. Um, I, so on your recommendation to me, I checked out that, how do you say his name? Ave Tare? Ave Ter? Oh, A.V. Ter? A.V. Ter? Okay, I was yeah, totally sure, wrong. Yeah, pretty sure, yeah. Um, A.V. Ter, yeah, obviously Animal Collective member 
Mm-hmm. And as we all know, I love Animal Collective now. Um, important good listeners lore. <laughs> yep. Yeah. A um, lot of which, yeah, okay. Yeah, most of which so has unre- not been released. <laughs> unreleased, but we yeah. love Animal Collective here. Yeah, yeah. Deleted scenes will show um, <laughs> that I love Animal Collective now and didn't before. But uh, this AV Terror record, uh, which I listened to because you mentioned it, uh, is quite good. I like it. Yeah, I think it's really good, and um, it's just, I feel like I really love just the consistency we've been getting from Animal Collective and its members, like, there was a really good Animal Collective record last year, a really good Panda Bear one, yeah. now there's this AV Tear record that sounds really, if you like Animal Collective, I would be surprised if you didn't like this AV Tear record, because... It's basically a new it's Animal Collective sounds record. like Animal Collective. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also been a lot of um, Panda Bear features. Well, I don't know. I mean, he throughout the years he has, but um, you know he's showing up. He's um, I don't know if you ever listened to this is kind of a recommendation, I guess. Flume put out a, a mixtape, um, okay, like a few weeks ago, and it's just kind of a, a tracks that that had compiled you know over the past few years, um, finally getting released, and there's a Panda Bear song on it. It's called Things Don't Always Go the Way You Want. That's the name. Things Don't Always Go the Way You Plan. This is the name of the mixtape. The Panda Bear featured song is called One Step Closer. Good good track. Good nice. mixtape. Uh, I, I would recommend checking out that Flume mixtape. I think that like Flume kind of... I like the mixtapes more than the, the studio albums he puts out. Oh, um, definitely. Yeah, the mixtapes are like always stronger. That's the more interesting kind of more experimental stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and that remains true with this, this new mixtape release but the, the the main thing i wanted to recommend is the new dougie pool record um what's it, rainbow wheel of death is that what it's called sure um something like that <laughs> i gotta start writing these down it is i got it right rainbow wheel of death <laughs> just came out like a couple weeks ago i love dougie pool yeah um one, he's, one he's like kind of like a you know he's a country artist a lot of his stuff has been kind of more experimental kind of psychedelic country influence um, this is his most kind of stripped-backed, uh, more straightforward country record yet. It's his third studio album, and it's really good. It works really well. The songs are really good. Great lyricism, great you know, um, guitar playing. It's just if you like that sort of uh, classic uh, country sound, alt-country and stuff like that, I highly recommend the new uh, Dougie Pool record. It's going to be in my rotation throughout the year. It is what I listen to this morning. I, d- I don't know if I mentioned this. I started my morning listening to Made in Timeland, which was a kind of a shitty way to start the day. <laughs> yeah. uh, I didn't I did not enjoy it. Uh, it was like <laughs> I was driving to McDonald's to get McDonald's breakfast. Uh-huh. Listening to it, I was like, man, I fucking don't like this. And then I was like trying to listen to Utter King Kiss, and I was like, I'm done. And I listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> and I put on Ducky Pool, and I like a wave of calm washed over me. It's really soothing, good music. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just it's that's the kind of stuff I like. We're, yeah, and worth noting if if uh, you find King Gizzard exhausting, Dougie Pool might be the perfect salve, like Clay is saying, because uh, tight records he makes. Yeah, um, yeah, the tight record. This one's like thirty three minutes. It, it, yeah, you don't want records to to be too long. You know, fourteen yeah. fourteen tracks or less. Um, this is the chid rule. <laughs> um, no, I guess. Uh, well, I mean, should we should we uh bit of do uh i was just also gonna say real quick that uh, i listened to caliucci's and it's good um it is i listened to that a couple times 
and uh, it is good. And uh, I listened to the new Gorillaz record as well, and it's less good. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been able to to muster up the the resolve to uh, sit through that one. Yeah, some um, of the tracks are fine. Um, I mean, honestly, there's a lot of great music coming out. Dougie Pool is the one I wanted to recommend, but yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of a lot of good stuff out there. I don't know. It's I guess it's my turn. You picked King Giz. Yeah, it's my turn to pick our topic for next week. I haven't thought about it all that much. I was thinking. Um, I'll text you about it because I honestly have no idea. Skrillex. Ooh. Um, oh, yeah. I don't is know. It, Skrillex is getting an interesting response. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of weird because apparently both records got like 7.2s from Pitchfork. Yeah. Um, I have never liked Skrillex, um, but is it... Is, is this a was Skrillex always regarded well, or is this a no? I think reappraisal? I think this is a reappraisal situation. Um, huh? Yeah, interesting. Oh, so should we fucking try to should we should we dig in or? I mean, I'll, I'm happy to because I haven't listened to those records yet. I plan to, so I'm gonna listen to them anyway. So if we both listen to them and think they're interesting enough, well, let's do that. Tentatively, yeah. If I if I go listen to them and I'm like, I don't want to fucking do a whole thing on it, like, yeah. But tentatively, let's do Skrillex next. Um, all right. Well, could we should we, should we bid adieu? I think that I think we shall. All right. Well, follow the podcast on Twitter at Good Listener Pod. You can follow my personal account at Clay J Williams um, for infrequent tweets, and um, you can um, follow Randy at Poopy Baby Fart. Yeah. Um, for even more infrequent tweets. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And that's it. All right. Bye. Bye.